Okay, if I was to follow shits and gigs, I haven't looked into it specifically, but I'm following my intuition again, right? Which is probably a naughty practice. I should look into it. Why not? But my intuition is that Patreon is used as... So again, without research, I should confirm. But Patreon is used as the core income making thing at the beginning for a podcast, for a channel like Shits and Gigs. They probably initially created content for free and got people to tune in, put the marketing out there, put the branding out there. People started uh, finding the videos very funny and very entertaining. So watching it, following it um, for free. And then they were encouraged to hop on Patreon where they find more exclusive content and more of it and um, better of it and longer versions and uncut and all that stuff, right? So like juicy incentives. So they're encouraged to go on Patreon in order to subscribe to that and pay. And that will be the long-term income base, right? From that income base you would supply also a community platform on Discord to get to know each other and to talk shit and to do challenges and to express everything that you love. That's your fan base. That's your fan base forum, okay, on Discord. So it's much easier to make big announcements because everyone's there. It's like WhatsApp chat groups, but it's worldwide, right? So... And it's niche to your channel. So they're your wider fan base. So that's the second layer. The inner core is your day oneers. They're the ones who are going to put their money where the money where the mouth is and pay up because they're your core fans. They absolutely love what you do and they're behind you. So they're on Patreon as the core. Um, and you can have different tiers and different layers of exclusivity. And so because I'm recording on Fireflies, this is where ground one for the voice notes is going to be. So every episode is going to have full content on Fireflies. And so if I just share a link to a folder that I create, a playlist, whatever the terminology is, a channel, um, whatever it is I create on here and I give access to... Um, a restricted amount of people and um, specific email addresses, then the people who I add for this exclusive exclusive stuff as an incentive for them to pay for membership, it's going to be a link to the Fireflies um, album or whatever. And I can make different ones. And so that can correlate to different tiers, different bonuses, different incentives for Patreon. And I'll get people to talk about it and we can market that. But that's how that structure is. Now, where YouTube comes in is probably a later game. That that probably needs less focus on um, as a matter of priority. But we still need to post regularly on YouTube, long form and short form, uh, for free. But probably, um, let, let let's see how I do it, like they'll have later access. I think the incentive to pay for it is that you want it now, that you want it first. That's another thing. First, you give your core fans your material first because they're your day oneers. 
And so they have exclusive rights to see the content first and then it goes everywhere else on YouTube, long form, short form um, and Instagram. Also on LinkedIn, perhaps Twitter, TikTok, certainly all of them. Um, yeah, so I'd have to maybe, yeah, have a play on Kapwing for um, for multi multimedia exports, so that it cuts up all the short form automatically and syncs up all the transcript and captions and all that stuff, because that will be generated via fire via fireflies. So that's the next course of action. Now, in terms of analyzing this, to to think it over, to to see if this is a correct strategy or not, that's now going into the ego side and the sober, analytical, cerebral tendencies are this limited, lower frequency, right? That of the ego. And I'm starting to lean more into when I'm tuning in to a higher frequency, this is what I'm claiming. And so I've really got to do what I say. So if I'm saying that the higher frequency the portal to get this to this attuned to this higher frequency and you're starting to get all these ideas and you're starting to to know things without prior thought per se like these ideas just come keep coming to you you're and that i represented it as as, as kind of tuning in and riding the information highway right you're only just getting onto that but you're still limited by being in an ego experience. We're still limited by the uh, processing abilities of our minds, which is really old tech. It's analog in comparison to what higher forms of life understand. They just know. They don't have to process it. They're one with what is. Right, so if I was to do all that, it means that I have to also lean in to admitting that, yes, it's an unfavorable, controversial topic, but I am advocating the use of taking THC as a portal to tune into these higher frequencies. This is the whole kind of base of how I came about these ideas in the first place. It's moments when I tune in to a higher frequency, and this is my theory. So I've got to lean into it. I've got to embrace it. So that's going to be tricky when it comes to PR, is managing that kind of scrutiny and judgment um, when it comes to consuming uh, recreational drugs that are still illegal in this country, in the UK. So I have to navigate that space. But I, I, I guess I'll just have to lean into it carefully. I think it's quite common that people do uh, admit to taking um, weed, but the stigma is reducing. And I think the more people talk about it openly and always caveat their uses by saying that they are using it rather than it using them, 
I'm not going to allow myself to become a victim of habit through any kind of substances. I, I just, I won't let that happen. Um, no matter how crazy my thoughts are, the default state here is still of manifested ego rather than of some kind of obscure higher form that I'm just trying to reach. Maybe it's not good to try and reach that entirely because we still have to take time to transition. This experience needs to transition slowly into uh, a higher form of existence. And maybe a higher form of, form of existence requires us to depart from our bodies, where we still have to live day by day to actually survive. We still have to breathe and feed our bodies and nourish ourselves and go to sleep, rest, recharge. We need to um, you know, take in calories in, in order to expend calories. And we expend a lot of calories by thinking and we are very cerebral and we use our thoughts and we use our analytical minds to conquer our world. We're so used to this and we're still tied to this pattern. So yeah, maybe we need to find a way to emancipate ourselves from the limitations of our bodies but that's in the future that's not an urgency that's a evolution i'm not i'm not seeking to just jump off a roof just because i think that that's how to be free that's you know that's a scary thought no it should not be tied with any kind of knee-jerk reactions of fear and ignorance and be, be be like claimed to be to be called um, bonkers or you know uh, any kind of derogative term through a paranoid lens. Um, there are lots of ideas and notions that are going to be expressed that are highly controversial and highly um, illogical, irrational, but that's the point. If what I'm claiming is true, perhaps it will reach a point, a fork in the road, where our conscious cerebral accolades are no longer able to comprehend, no longer able to follow and um, agree with some forms of thinking and doing and believing, living, that's all stemmed from a higher source or a higher self. Um, at which point the ego will have a bit of a huff. And they will start rebelling and they will start being belligerent and they will start name calling and they will start judging and they will start closing off. So they'll start tuning out, reverting back to their sober state, being pessimistic um, rather than being optimistic. And they're, you know, tuning out and they're tuning down. And because their ego they will justify 
anything that they believe. And so it's a spectrum. People will ebb and flow through this if they're used to being in a state of high. And the state of high, maybe I'll talk about it later, but I just went swimming tonight for the first time in ever. I've never gone to a swimming pool and just swam. The last time I went to a swimming pool to actually spend any amount of time was when I was a kid and it was playing. So as an adult, I, I still have, so tonight was great. I was recommended to go by a couple of friends and they encouraged me. They were like, oh, we're neighbors. We go to this pool. Let's, let's go together. So I did that tonight and it was exhilarating. It was amazing. I feel like it's in, it's on a spectrum. It's getting to a higher frequency. And I think this is going to unravel so many things because I'm going to keep coming upon different portals that get you to a higher frequency. Now, it maybe portal isn't the correct path uh, terminology because portal, I don't know, it, a wormhole, I guess, because a wormhole might suggest that you have a point between the two where that journey is like you're being teleported, but it's not instantaneous. Maybe um, there's a journey in there. So there's a spectrum. Um, but tuning in to the information highway um, is what I call like getting in a higher frequency, right? So you, you have access, to, the higher up you go and the, the more committed you are on tuning in. So... Yeah, the higher you go, the more you know. And that comes at a cost. Because you can go too high for your physical body's capabilities and then your your ego and mind will just re- reject it and they will start freaking out and you'll start having a panic attack and uh, having a bit of a meltdown. And, you know, you, you probably have those times when um, when you become like schizophrenic and paranoid and all that kind of stuff it's because when you get on the informational highway and you're blasted off and you don't self-regulate and you don't take your time to pick through and get all the learnings you're just yes 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 go 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 i'm in it you get overwhelmed with um, drugs or you get overwhelmed with love or you get overwhelmed with exercise with adrenaline these are different portals as well. These are different pathways to get you on a sense of high. What's another one? Eating chilies um, with um, hot ones. Several contestants, con- several guests on there, including the host, uh, Sean Evans and Chili Klaus. Uh, they will talk about how they do get a high from... Um, eating the chili peppers. So there are various ways, and obviously mushrooms, you know, other things, and there can be uh, chemicals as well that's been manufactured with, you know, LSD, acids and pills, uh, all that kind of stuff. They're all different forms of getting high because all of those substances don't make you feel in the same way. They'll have an effect and you might start thinking in a weird way and perceiving things in a weird way. But I think dangers come from when you overdose and you don't self-regulate because they're the easy way to get there. Because without those kind of drugs or chemical intake, maybe the other possibilities are a lot healthier because we can self-regulate and we're limited to a safe capacity, like exercise, like love. Um, Maybe not love, but 
there's only so much loving that you can physically do. You can't, you know, it, it's it's a bit nuts. So maybe there's a capacity thing there and that's why it's healthy. Uh, but it can also be unhealthy because you can go insane. Yeah. So, yeah, maybe these personality traits, these mental disorders, just like when I mentioned with, before with um, um, being on an autism spectrum, or anything, I, I don't, I'm not a scientist, I'm not a, you know, professional, I don't know the, a doctor rather, I don't know the um, medical terms for these uh, mental um, spectrums, disability or tendencies, right? But anything along those, not anything, but most, a lot, um, they do feel to me like they're of a higher frequency. And maybe these perceived to be negative um, side of the spectrum traits like paranoia like psychosis um, if you are a psychopath if you're a sociopath uh, anything that lacks empathy and anything that lacks like rational decision making um, choices or super rational cold dis- decision making um, abilities these are the lower side of the spectrum and i i think that maybe not lower side of the spectrum because that implies that it's the frequency but i think they're still of a higher frequency but they're they're dangerous ones because they're the traits no they're not the traits of a higher frequency they're the traits when you try and come off the higher frequency when you get off the information highway because you were going too damn fast when you go too damn fast in the in the information highway I think that's, you know, you, you get off and your heart is racing and you're panicking and you're having a meltdown because as you try and then transition back into this sober society, this ego state, this is our default. And so in our resting state, our consciousness and our psyche and our frequency, it's trying to calm down to this and process the magical, you know, unfathomable incomprehensible information highway of being on a towards a higher state and so i think i think we if we go too far we might be in that band of characteristic where we start confusing what's real and what's not real um, in terms of the difference between the ego state and the higher state. And so if you dangerously confuse the two and think they're one and the same, and then you think that dangerous thoughts like, I literally can do anything by, I can fly and whatever. Um, that's like a, a trope, but that's a classic thing because I think that's innate within us. We want to have mastery over our... Um, control of physics of mass of freedom we want to be able to fly how about that if we command the sky you know if we are able to fly that's that's unbelievable but i i think that's something that a lot of us share subconsciously and if we dangerously tread along a thought form from a higher self a higher form 
to say, well, yeah, technically, like, that could also be true if, and then, you know, before they listen to the caveat, they just jump straight in and give in to uh, chaos, give in to um, just give in to the moment entirely, then yeah, they're still bound by the rules of this experience of having a body, having a heart, having a having organs, having to take care of this this flesh sack, right? And our minds, our precious minds, if we become permanently unstable, then we can no longer live this experience, which I believe we still need to live and carry out this experience. I think the trick is get the tips and the tricks from a higher source. Right, tune in like it's your favorite podcast. You know, tune in to the higher frequencies, listen and soak it in. And then when you transition back down to your resting state, to ego, watch your ego. Identify who your ego is. Identify other people's egos. Identify these concepts that I'm talking about. And so that's where the real value is. I think that's where true self-understanding and self-growth will come from. It will come from defining things through story and narrative. And I don't have it all planned out. That's the point as well. Because having it all planned out is a tendency, fuck, God's sake, this is it. This is what I've been doing. I've been locked in my ego trait because I tend to strategize and I tend to overthink everything and I'm kind of locked in analysis paralysis. I'm locked in the limitations of my mind in a conscious but sober state of ego. This experience is quite limited and we can try and brute force our will upon everything in terms of our thoughts. We can take control of our thoughts and we can try and shepherd all the sheep of our thoughts, our neurons <laughs> in particular directions, but that's exhausting and it's very analog. It's, um, it's very labor intensive. It's very inefficient. It's, it's, uh, yeah, it's dial up internet. You know, in order to go for the next form, skip broadband, you know. Broadband, in comparison to dial-up, might be seen as some kind of metaphor like being on the information highway. I mean, that would make sense, wouldn't it? But the potential of where the information highway goes is exponential. So even broadband is limited. It's, it's like getting into a higher frequency has the potential of being the equivalent of having telepathy, being able to just like jack in to everything. Like the matrix, you have the possibility to command your level of understanding in whatever way that you focus on, whatever place you place that magnifying glass, you, you peer at it, you concentrate the light of consciousness onto one point and that point starts to burn itself into your awareness right and the longer that you focus on that the more intense it is and the longer it burns into your psyche 
and you are more aware of it and things unravel and things make sense and you know things. But that can be quite intense, much like putting a magnifier onto a dry leaf in a hot summer's day. It can be very intense, so it can be destructive. So we've got to make sure that we use it as a tool of focusing and magnifying effects that's desired, which is to say, exploring and discovering what is, everything what is, ourselves is part of what is, which is extraordinary, these concepts that I'm, I'm, I'm ruminating on. I'm just spewing out. Um, I think that's enough for now. It's almost half an hour. <laughs>